Hey fam, it's Mariah, and welcome to Calvary Conversations, where we simplify God's word to reach today's culture by casting down arguments through real, radical testimonies and biblical conversations. Now let's get started. Welcome to Calvary Conversations. My name is Mariah, and today I'm finally back with my dad, Pastor Yay. Craig Roders. Woo! Woo! He Good is here. here. It's been a while, like a long while. I'm so shy. <laughs> yes, but he, um, yeah, he has been recovering from being sick, so give him some grace. Yeah. <laughs> He's not feeling well. But um, today we have a special guest with us. She has been in the studio before. Uh, we've known her for many, many years. And how long have you been here now? Yeah, how many? <laughs> Be 17 in March. Wow. 17 um, years. Faithful. Cheryl Lamana. Woo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we have to introduce her. You yes. kind of killed my. Sorry, <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, but 17 years here at Calvary. And yeah, I. I think I remember you were my Sunday school teacher when I was growing up. Probably yep. because Teresa got me into Sunday school <laughs> almost immediately. Yep. yep. And we did a podcast before and we were talking about um, just what was going on with the elections and everything because how did you get into, you know, setting all this stuff and researching and just you can share just a little bit. Yeah. How you got into that. I never was involved at all in politics back in Pennsylvania. And when I moved here, um, it was during the, the Clinton and Obama primaries. Mm. And it's TV was on. All of a sudden, I thought, you better start paying attention. This is going to dramatically change what's going on in this country. Mm. And so I did. I had to spend a lot of time educating myself by watching the history because mm. whatever. But... Anyway, I am pleased to say that I did become involved with it all, and yeah. uh, I'm happy to share whatever information people are interested in hearing. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> and you're very gracious to us, because I'm like, Cheryl, can you please be on? You're like, oh, I don't know. I don't really want to. And I'm like, please. Like, yes. You know so much that we don't we know. You. Yeah, we need your help. So yeah. um, for those who don't know, when is the next election? November the 8th. Yep. Uh, ballots are out. If you do mail-in ballots, they are. Um, you can take those ballots into an early voting center if you're interested in doing that. The early voting centers will open up on Monday, the twenty fourth. Yeah. Uh, up in our area, Aura Valley Library is mm, is 24th. the only one. Mm. So you can drop it there, and uh, I would recommend that if even if you have the mail-in ballot, that you put it in a drop box at a vote center. Yes. Now, can I ask you that? So, cause you've heard, I've heard so many and you never know. And I was asking Jeff self about that. So they say sometimes those aren't counted, but will it be better? Is that it have a better chance of being counted? Like they only count if it's really close, but we, you know, election integrity, we don't know about that, but it's like, is it better? Cause I dropped mine off last time. My mail in, I dropped it off at the, the Oro Valley library. Mm-hmm. Is that, a lot safer in your opinion? It's it's safer in the regard of security. If you mail your ballot, it goes through 14 different hands unobserved from mm. the time the ballot is printed to the post so office back and forth and all that stuff. So if you take it to a vote center, all the ones in Pima County are indoors mm. and they're manned. So you don't have mules yeah. delivering yeah. ballots anywhere. Yeah. And uh, so it's safer that way. And then it'll get down to the uh, processing center, 
and they'll start with the verification process of your signature and the other things mm-hmm. that they do there. Now, do you so, recommend voting in person? Is that what I you would recommend? S- yeah. Because I, I, I didn't have a chance to do it. Yeah. I mean, I just, so I didn't do it. Kevin did, but uh, right. we, we have mm-hmm. our mail-in, so. I yeah. switched before 2020. Yeah. And, uh, but again, even those even people that are poll voters can still go to an early vote center and vote mm-hmm. ahead. That's cool. So, I didn't know that. yeah. Well, okay. So the next question for those who are like, what's the big deal with this next election and why should I even vote? This is not like we're voting for the president. So why should I vote? Well, this is a pretty crucial year. (laughs) This, uh, it's really our duty as Christians and, Mm -hmm. and it's a privilege Mm -hmm. to vote in this country. And, we our voices are just very crucial too mm-hmm. because if we don't vote we don't keep biblical values mm-hmm. and if you look at the statistics there's something like 15 million people that are supposedly christian that don't even vote mm-hmm. and then another 40 million on my faith votes they said 40 million often don't even vote in a presidential election yeah. wow and then so, you heard too, if they voted, we would dominate. Yes, if everyone would vote absolutely. biblical values, we'd mm, dominate. Absolutely. So that's just, mm. so when someone complains to me how crazy this country is, and then I'll say, so you vote? No. Like, you have no right to complain. That's <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Nope. And I'm to the point of saying, just voting isn't even enough. You have to get involved. Yeah. So, that's big, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. harder than you. And, and like, and like, I like what John Quincy, the best quote I heard was John Quincy Adams said that, and the sex president said, uh, God calls us to do our duty, mm-hmm. and the results are up to Him. Yes. So yes. even if it's rigged, right. you do your best. And I like what one person said. I don't know who it was. It was Charlie Kirk. Someone said, "But if you've or no, it was Jack Hibbs, vote and come out so strong that it's hard for them to change yes. it. So yes. dominate. Yes. And so yeah, we kind of already asked this, but how important is this <clears throat> next election, and what does it mean to vote biblically as a Christian for those who are Christians out there, and they're like. I still don't understand what the big deal is. Can you be a Democrat and still be a Christian? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You'll get canceled for saying that. Well, we have a lot of problems this year. Uh, some would call them crises. Mm. We've got the problems at the border. We have economy, inflation. Um, our gas oh, prices Biden are Biden said up. there was no inflation. You don't, yeah. you don't believe yeah. that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we have all the religious freedom issues i mean you know better than me even what happened with pastor mcclure over in california when they tried to shut down the church we've got problems in our schools and uh freedom of speech people are being censored so not to mention all the moral issues that are out there Mm -hmm. so we can't ignore them we can't afford to do that anymore people have sat back and not wanted to get involved with it but you have to really Take the stand. Mm-hmm. And the question about, well, what's it mean to vote biblically? I, I had to look through to find some commentary on that because mm-hmm. you know in your heart, mm-hmm. based on your teaching, mm-hmm. what what is right and wrong. Yeah. And yet you can't you can't necessarily put it into words. Mm-hmm. So the what uh, what one of the commentaries says was Look what the qualifications were for the elders in First yeah. Timothy. <laughs> yeah, and they said, evaluate the character by being, the person should be above reproach, mm-hmm. faithful to his wife, yeah. temperate, self-controlled, respectable, hospitable, able to teach, not given to drunkenness, not violent, not quarrelsome, not a lover of money, 
He manages his own <laughs> family well, and he must do so in a manny, manner worthy of full respect. Okay. So if you apply those qualifications or qualities to someone who that you're going to vote for, you can pretty well <laughs> <eliminates> a <laughs> nix a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. Especially the lover of money. I laughed at that one. Yeah, I, yeah. Like, wow. yeah, so. I love how people come in, never had a job, a real job, and yet they leave with millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. How does that, you know, mm-hmm. like, like yeah. our president and his son, how, yeah. how do you, how does that happen? You know, yeah. you haven't had a job. Yeah. Yeah. So. so I kind of start with, well, what's their party? Yeah. What words are they saying? Yeah. And then what's their behavior? Mm-hmm. Just, you know, to keep it simple, you know, that's, that's kind of what you look at, determine what their values are. Do, are they shared with us by the bil- biblical values or, or not? Yeah. yeah. And that's a good start. Yeah. yeah. And so. so how would for us who are little dummies in these things, <laughs> what are resources? Like, what do you look for when you're trying to f- know who a specific candidate is, especially in our district? Cause a lot of times I've seen a, um, some people, they were like, oh, I want to vote for this person. And they're like so excited because they're hearing all this stuff. And they're like, I can't even vote for them. They're not in my district. So oh yeah, they get really excited. But how yeah. does one find that? Well, we get um, voter guides mm-hmm. in the mail. Mm-hmm. Yep. We get the clean election voter guide. So they're, they're usually pretty much what I start with. If you, if you actually go online for AZ voter guide, guide.com mm-hmm. you can put in your address mm-hmm. and your name and they will give you a listing of only the candidates mm-hmm. that you can vote for mm-hmm. so they tell you what district you're in and, and who these candidates are and then you can click on the candidate's name and see their record it n- not no not their record but it shows what their responses were to the questions that are in the book and you're when you're looking at the book you're oh, back okay. and forth back and forth so this way you just pull up that person and you can read uh, not only the answer, support or don't support, but mm. also any special comments that they made. Mm. And it's it's rather cool. interesting with some of them because I happen to notice there's uh, an individual that's running for the Corporation Commission, Arizona Corporation mm. Commission. So they do, you know, utilities. And some of the comments that they made, which really are not ever applicable to the position, mm. but basically they're saying, well, that's absurd. <laughs> this is a ridiculous question, you know, like... Mm sexual gender identity, things like Mm -hmm. that, you know, so they're never going to vote on it. But, Mm -hmm. you know, I would imagine that some people would read that and think, well, I can't vote for him, but to Christians, (laughs) we go, Oh, well that makes sense to us. Yeah. Yeah. So you kind of answered the next question, but the best way to look up your district, which you said, Mm -hmm. go to the Arizona voter guide. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, right. You could even just put in just your zip code. I'm assuming. Well, it has a special, what's called a personalized guide. Mm-hmm. And so there you put your name, your address, zip code, and it comes pops yeah. right up. And then, yeah, how to find the best candidates candidates in your specific district. Um, meaning, because I think a lot of people, I know young adults too, that's why they get intimidated sometimes to get into all this stuff because they're like, right, all the people who don't have, <laughs> the young adults seem like they're the busiest, but. We know we're all busy, but um, what is a way just like user friendly to figure out like the candidates that you would vote for biblically and like seeing like, okay, these are important issues and then these aren't. What are some that you would say like really focus on this? Like this is an important issue and then these, I wouldn't say not so much, but what are the important things to look right, for? Right, right. Um, well, in my opinion, 
this year, the biggest thing is the economy. Mm. And all you have to do is look at the gas prices when you go to a gas pump. Look yeah. at what's happening to your uh, parents, if you're that young, uh, their 401ks if they're still working, mm. or the financial markets. I've only lost 32000 this year. Yeah. Go to the grocery store. You know, you could see everything <laughs> has skyrocketed. Yeah. And yet the spending has not stopped. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many trillions of dollars have we spent yeah. that we don't have? Mm-hmm. So if that's a, a key issue to you, then you need to look at candidates who are, are going to cut back on spending, mm-hmm. number one, mm-hmm. and really take a hard stance on that because you know we need to do something to open up our resources here in this country. Yeah. I always say my thing is if it's good they I don't run for any government office because everyone hate me. But I say every senator, so there's only 100 of them, should have had to have a business that made a profit for at least five years. Mm-hmm. So I know profit and loss. Okay. Because at his church, we still have to run like a business in sense of financial. And if we don't have money, we have to cut back. We right. can't just spend and say, oh, we'll print, print some money, Kevin. We have to, you know, and that's why I think because people have never had that, never ran a business, don't understand. You don't just get to go, okay, let's tax the people more. You have to live within your means. And, right. You know, I right. think that should right. be, that would be a great mandate to say you've had to have proven yourself that you could make a profit and understand a yeah. P&L. So. Yeah. Yeah. But in terms of, in terms of the moral issues, which may be more applicable to the kids, what are they, what are they being taught in school? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, they're probably Eesh. not being taught um, critical thinking or what the, original intent was of the constitution mm-hmm. no they're being indoctrinated they're yeah. being told that you know there's more than two genders mm-hmm. and and even um one of the i don't know if it was airs uh american physicians or something they you know they say that that's ridiculous it's mm-hmm. it's uh that they call it um a, some kind of abuse believing they, that they can change the gender is child abuse American oh. College mm-hmm. of Pediatricians. Yeah. Oh, I heard some on that. With uh, I heard that the drug, I can't remember the name of it now, but they're giving to 12 and 13-year-olds to change. Mm-hmm. That was proposed to give to pedophiles mm-hmm. because it would do uh, kind of chemical castration yes. and give them so much estrogen, they'd have no real desire sexually. Mm-hmm. That's where we're giving to 12 and 13-year-olds. That yeah. they said was inhumane mm-hmm. to give to a pedophile. Right, right. I mean, that's backwards. That's, that's totally backwards, yeah. Yeah. That's so, yeah. That's just, I mean, that's, we become so smart, our brains, we so open minded, our brains have leaked out. I mean, mm-hmm. we, like you say, critical thinking, we don't go, wait a second. If we don't give this to a pedophile, why are we giving this to a 12 or 13 year old? And the effects, I mean, people have had the sex change, the depression, the suicide rate. Through the, very few people are like happy. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is great. They're like, what have I done? And you don't get to, it's not an easy reverse, you know? And so, and I guess infection, there's all kinds of stuff. So it's like, you don't hear that because they try to make it sanitize Mm -hmm. it. But yeah. So it's, and I love, I love even Bill Maher said, this is Bill Maher, the liberal, this is crazy kids. What do they know? You're going to let a 12 or 13 or 14 year old Mm -hmm. decide their gender at that age. They don't know anything. You know, maybe if you're 25, maybe, you know, but anyway, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, we, but I mean, Bill Maher is saying that. Right. Right. Yeah. So he's even saying, he goes, we're, we're pushing people to really go towards Trump. He just Mm -hmm. said that. And I mean, it's really wild when you see someone so liberal is saying, we're going too far. Yeah. I mean, so I, I, I've been listening to him just to hear some of the sane comments he's being forced to make. Right. 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 And there, uh, I think it was in Texas. I read about this morning where, uh, the school district or, or no, it was Vermont. They 
the teachers are being told that they need to um, abide by whatever pronoun the child wants, and they're not, the teachers are not to tell the parents about it. Mm. Mm. So they want total control of the children. Yeah. 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 That's, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. And like what Hitler said, control the classroom, you control the next generation. I mean, we have to, yeah, we have to, uh, yeah, it's just, that's, I would say, yeah, the probably, and there's so, I don't know if you heard the thing of the Charlie Kirk talking about the Great Reset, you know, the book, I forget, by the guy, German guy, but just, it just makes sense, all this, because they say, you know, and the big thing, like you said, financial, because they're saying, you know, all this wokeness is taking time, but you destroy a country financially, you can take it over quickly. Yeah. It prepared it for like the Antichrist, oh, right. the one world ruler, Antichrist, biblically. And so that's where we're headed towards. Mm-hmm. They want to destroy this country. And it's just weird. You think, how could, but they believe, right? The big, the, all the high up billionaires believe they'll be, you know, we're eliminate the spendable masses, us, but then we'll keep the two billion and we'll have our servants. And it's just weird to th- you just go, no, but. That's what, and he says it's in there. You can read it. It's Mm -hmm. right there. They're saying it. They want to collapse America because these are the two things that are holding us back is the church. And, and sadly that's going down. You know, a lot of churches aren't preaching. Remember I said Mm -hmm. only about 40, 38% of churches are preaching the word or have a biblical worldview. So we wonder where we're at. It's because Mm -hmm. of the church, how they know us a preacher sent, or like you said, speak up Christians speaking up and voting biblical values. But they say, that's what they're trying to do. So trying to get rid of the church or lose, you know, censor the church and then try to destroy the account. And then they say America being such an influential thing to the world that they want to destroy that, destroy us economically. Yeah. And remember Obama would say that why an apology yeah. to her that basically America needs to be crushed, you know, mm-hmm. and I heard someone just today say that he said, you know, how he was, you know, he's finally got a break in America to heard uh, what's her, what's the black lady who's on the, uh, uh, Owens, uh, Candace. Candace Owens said, he goes, yeah, he's now I think his total worth is 140 million. And he goes, man, if that's oppression, I want some of that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. And it makes sense why they're also trying to make it like the economy, like messed up because every parent is having to work now. So they're not mm-hmm. able to homeschool. Mm-hmm. They're not mm-hmm. able yeah. to have like they're And then when they come home, they're having to take all their time to be like, what did you learn? What's going on? Mm-hmm. Like Which for at least Christian families. So it's like, they also want that control to where they can't homeschool. There's no private schooling. Like, I mean, the sad thing for me is that like the homeschool, um, option for a lot of people it's not an option because just to survive with the cost of living you kind of need both parents Mm. to work and so what would you say also and didn't hillary propose i think a six-day school week did you hear that she (sighs) talked about that so i mean it went over like a lead balloon but she wanted that for talking about control can you imagine Mm -hmm. only seeing your kid only having Mm -hmm. one day and then no one go to church because the other one day to Mm -hmm. to do it and what are some other things so we talked about all the craziness with the gender, but other other things happening in the school boards that before we get into like who we should vote for for school board members, what would you say? Well, we have the um, boys doing girls sports, (laughs) being in their locker rooms. And, uh, you know, it it has to be uncomfortable, you know, when you're 12 or 13, 14 to have a a male in there while you're getting dressed and undressed. Mm. And... So that's an issue. And it's, um, 
And that's proven in the when Biden, you know, says he's for women's rights. Mm-hmm. Or, but when he allowed the inmates to go into males to go into women's prison, they're mm-hmm. getting raped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah, I'm like, exactly. if you have male genitalia, you're a male and you don't get to. If you're going to call yourself a woman, then you need to. Yeah. You know, yep. I mean, you know, what I'm saying, I mean, that's just that would you think even they would say that. Like, right. how can you represent to go to a female prison and then now you're raped? I mean, it's just. It's just like I said, we've become, feminists, we've become like, yeah, I was like, and then remember, and I, I, I just found this out, sure, you know, I mean, I don't know, I mean, I was raised a hippie in Oregon, you know, I was from New York and I went to Oregon, but it's just crazy. I didn't realize this, but libertarian is where we get the word liberal. You know, that's where oh. we get the word liberal. I never heard that until just like either. two weeks ago. And my hippie family was living that live, man. Kind of like your entire, just, you want to smoke dope, do it in your own house. You want to be gay, whatever. And now they're the man. They're the ones pushing it. Like I just said to my head, let me be a gun-toting, Bible-thumping Christian. As long as I don't blow up your abortion clinic or do something crazy, yeah. let me be a nut. Right. Just let me be. And they're like, ooh. You know, and I'm like, that's the problem. I said, you become the very thing you said the Republicans were back mm-hmm. in the 60s. Yeah. I said, just leave us alone. Okay. <laughs> let us have free speech and let the best man win. Or, right. or I'm sorry, man. Person. person but just kidding <laughs> but let the best man you know what i mean let the best idea win mm-hmm. but it's like they just want to sh- and they because that's what i think is funny i mean that's not funny sad but they were the ones fighting for free speech the liberals back in the 60s they were the ones just let us remember uh what's the name with pen uh with the hustler i forget uh, larry flynn yeah. remember who says crass things about christian he said hey that's his first amendment right he can say that and now they're the ones saying censor us Mm-hmm. Like what has happened? They so used to fight for liberals and conservatives for the free speech, but right. that's how much. I mm-hmm. mean, I don't know about you, Cheryl. I don't want to ask your age, but remember, <laughs> remember. I mean, you know what our parents were? These kids nowadays. This, but I mean, I ask older people. I mean, eighty, ninety. It is worse than ever before, right? Yeah. They're like, no, this is nuts. I mean, you know, what I mean, it, it's nuts. I mean, this is when you really gotta go. A guy can have a baby. And your ser- people who are doctors say, yeah, I mean, that shows we're, we're in a, we're in a pretty sad state. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So. so Mariah TUSD had a, um, a counselor that organized a drag show. Mm. And then after that, she was arrested for having sex with a 15 year old at the school. Shocking. Wow. So, yeah, so that's bad. And even the Children's Museum of Tucson was yeah. going to yeah. have a drag show. I think that might have been canceled. I'm not yeah, sure they about said, that. Well, I heard I heard mixed things on that. They just stopped talking about it. But oh, I, I didn't have a chance to ask some pastor who was praying right that night. Mm-hmm. And they're supposed to have it. But the, the word was on the street that I heard, I don't know for facts, but was that they just said, and, and that's what Disney's done. Mm-hmm. That's what the, yeah. the uh, what do you call money. it, Netflix, they just say, keep the agenda to shut up. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so high, it's kind of like they realize high they're not ready for the boil, you know, boiling frog. You boil it too, you throw a frog in a boiling water, they'll jump out. If you do it slow, they went, Oh, we went too fast. Slow down yeah, again. Right. So it's not like they're stopping the agenda. Like the buzz light year, you know, the opening weekend, they were projected to make $130 million. They only made 80, mm-hmm. but the fact that they're not stopping seeing that, Whoa, that shows when money is not a factor, you know, there's an agenda, right? Cause you think you lost 50, million dollars and netflix supposedly has lost billions over the last 10 years and yet they're not stopping you think you think they go this is not america's not ready for this we need to pull back no they don't care anymore who 
was like saying crazy. that about Nike. You know, it's like they don't make as much as. Yeah, um, yeah, they're one of the lowest cup, like the ch- top companies. They're like PayPal, thirty. They're, they're like, like thirty. Oh, yeah, because they they're so woke and they're saying we want we don't but care. They don't care. Like yeah. that's the thing. And when like, you know, because they you know, sure they say find out where the money's to be made mm-hmm, to find the crime. Mm-hmm. When you don't care about money, you know it's a satanic agenda yeah. because money. Rules usually everything, but when you go, no, I don't care about money anymore. I just want to push an agenda. You know, you're probably working for somebody. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, that just doesn't make sense, even the fleshly, natural realm, because it's all about the money. But they're saying, no, we're willing to sacrifice millions, billions to Mm -hmm. push our agenda, and that's like you said, why it's so important to vote for people that will speak up to speak. And like we've, you've heard me say in the pulpit, to speak. Right. How they know us a preacher sent. We're yeah. the preachers. Right. right. My job is to equip you Amen. to do the work of ministry. I'm not to go to every like, pastor, go talk. Pat. I was like, no, you talk because you can go places. Everyone not listening. You can go places that I can't go. You have friendships that I don't have. And we have to say it. And we have to realize, as Jesus said, if they love me, they'll love you. If they hate me, they'll hate you. And you have to see that as an honor, as long as you're not a jerk and re- misrepresenting Jesus. But if you're speaking the truth and saying, no, there's two sexes, there's male and female, that's what God created, and they hate you, then you're in good company because they hate Jesus, right? And that's where, right? What did, what did Jesus say? Man seeks man's approval rather than God's. But we yeah. should say, hey, I serve one, one, and I trust those who love Jesus will love me, and that's all I need to worry about. I don't try to please man. I try to please God, and those who love God will love me, right? And so, mm-hmm. and we say, you've seen as we go through John how fickle the crowds are, how people <laughs> will just love it. Jesus, you're great. The, you know, I mean, Hosanna, and then crucify a week yeah. later. Like yeah. Pilate, mm-hmm. you know, I find no fault with this man. I find no fault with this man. <laughs> but then he crucifies him because of political or because of political pressure mm-hmm. you know, so, yeah. yeah but do you have anything else in the schools that's going on that we don't know and then how to vote for the school board yeah. members well the school boards that? yeah that's a nonpartisan election a little bit harder to get information if you don't actually go out to any meetings where the candidates are speaking. Mm. Um, sometimes, because they're local, if you email them from their uh, campaign site, they'll respond to you. And uh, after I read the story about the... Um, Drag. The, Drag. The, well, no, the other one with the, gen, the male in the female bathroom yeah. or the female locker room this morning, I decided I was going to write to one to see what the response was. Mm. But so far, I haven't had any response back mm-hmm. on that <laughs> yeah. because I understand it is in yeah. one of our schools here. It is. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So okay. can you imagine well, that? No, I can't. I heard general, uh, general, I don't know, general Boykin. Mm-hmm. He, was fan. Mm-hmm. he said, he goes, and I just, I, I love these old codgers that make me look like a sissy, but he goes, let's just say this. If my granddaughter is in a locker room and a guy says he's a girl, but he decides to be a guy. Mm-hmm. Trust me, he won't have to worry about a sex change. <laughs> I was like, "Wow, <laughs> like, you really said that?" <laughs> he's, he's, uh, he's a wild man, you know. Yeah. But um, so, so I, yeah, so the school board—they're responsible for choosing curriculum. Uh-huh. So that's kind of a key question. You need to really understand what values they have mm-hmm. and what you want still, taught. Like, um, what's well, up it's with that? it's probably one of you know multiple different names, yeah. but I think it is still being taught in terms of of mm-hmm. math and and English and yeah. you know the the books that they choose these days are not appropriate, and the the comprehensive sex ed is pretty big, yeah. and 
that stuff borders on pornographic. Yeah, we had our young, um, the young kids in our youth group were saying, like, what do I do? They sent a question in the question box. It says, what do I do when I have to read this book that, like, has all these naked photos and things, but I don't want to, you know, give in to any bad things, but I also don't want to fail the class. Like, this is our youth kids are asking. There's middle Mm -hmm. school, but then a high schooler is reading this book, and she said it's, like, very sexual, and it's gross in every way and so she was like but i don't know what to do because they're saying that i have to read this in order to yeah pass did you ever see uh, do you ever listen watch jp sears the redhead guy oh he's a comedian he's he's he was a flaming liberal uh new ager and he's kind of become conservative just because he's seen the insanity so i mean he's not a christian by any means but he's pretty i'd like to hear kind of people that are a little you know that have been nuts and kind of to just hear their perspective but he was saying he, he does like uh, parodies of kind of joking so he's a first grade teacher and he's like hi and he's like trans and hair and everything and he goes me and my partner are having aggressive sex to try to have a baby and this and the one and then he's him again going as a kid do i need to really know this as a first grade <laughs> yes you need to know this because you're homophobic and he just goes, but it's just and he's like and the point is why yeah. remember the desantis yeah. bill was Let's not teach it till what, sixth grade or fifth? I forget it was sixth grade. But they're saying, no. It's like, why does a sixth, why does someone yeah. first yeah. grade need to know about your aggressive sex? That is not, I mean, and, and what I love is back to the liberal thing, what you do in your bedroom, do it. Remember they said mm-hmm, about Clinton? Mm-hmm. What Clinton does in his bedroom, it was the Oval, Oval Office. I said it wasn't his bedroom. But it's his thing. Why do you have to tell everyone? Why do I have to know what you're doing? That You see, there's the force of agenda. I don't need to say, me and my wife are, you know, I mean, it's like, right. what? Right. Why is that so important? That just shows yeah. you're trying to indoctrinate mm-hmm. and make mm-hmm. this perversion normal, normal. and yeah. just say, why, hey, you do your thing. It's your bedroom. As long as you're not grabbing 15-year-old kids, you know, mm-hmm. consensual adults. I mean, I say it's wrong, but you have that right, right? You have the right. I like what Ravi, before he failed, said, God lets you have free will, but you can't determine the outcome of your free will. But you do get, you have free will as a person, as a human being, and we believe that, right? Mm-hmm. We have free mm-hmm. but. Don't try to make us say, hey, you know, we can respectfully disagree. Right. And that's what, right. That's, I don't know about you, but I guess I kind of am a libertarian. I realize (laughs) that I just want leave, let you do what you want, but don't push the agenda. Right. Just like you'd say, now they can say, well, the only thing I guess they could respond is, well, you just push the agenda with abortion, but that's murdering someone. That's a different thing, you know, but what you do in your bedroom, you know, that's your prerogative. I mean, yeah. Could that send you to hell, that lifestyle? Yeah. But you have that right to do that. I shouldn't mandate that, but don't expect me to say two guys are married and it's a biblical marriage. I can say, you can call that a union, whatever you want to call it, but it's not really a biblical marriage because God brought Adam and Eve. He didn't, you know, so anyway, but that's the thing I see is that, but, but you see, we're trying to teach first graders, Mm -hmm. you're pushing an agenda and there's no reason to that. And you're over-sexualizing kids and like our kid, like our society needs to be more sexualized, you know, and give me a break. So anyway, but I, but I love how with DeSantis, how they said the you know, gay, gay, gay. It said, no, gay. it said nothing about <laughs> gay. All it said is, well, let's not teach kids sexual stuff until sixth, mm-hmm. I think fifth or sixth, I forget what it was. I think it was sixth grade. And which makes total sense. Total sense. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. kids be kids. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. We do not. And they have enough to. stuff on TV to be sexualized. They don't they need to Disney. be taught in the classroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, oh, sorry. Man. I said um, I wouldn't talk, but I lied. So. How, and how can we find information on which school board members, um, 
share our biblical views, even though, like you said, it's mainly curriculum and stuff, but how can that even affect it's, that? It's a little bit hard to determine that. Um, I know one of them uh, I saw this morning had something on about the, she was a member of, or she was, did something with that reform Reform Jerusalem, something like that. No, where that? I don't remember exactly what it was, but you know, if you look at the websites, kids like to look at websites, right? So educate themselves. There's only well, in in Amphi School District, there's only four people you need to look up, mm-hmm. and if you see vague things on there about. I want to do all day kindergarten and things like that mm. that don't really, you know, and I want to get teachers raises thing. Mm. Is that really what matters? Yeah. You know, what matters is what are you teaching the kids? Yeah. Exactly. And so, then, yep. And then um, what ways can we be involved in the school districts? I know that um, you can go to meetings and things, mm-hmm. um, but to vote biblical principles in our school systems. Do, do you go to the meetings? Have you gone? I've, go, I've gone to yeah. only one. So um, you see, my thing, I don't mean to be, ne- I want to hear your response to, to spank me maybe, but <laughs> I think, and this, I tend to be a New Yorker, I tend to be a little cynical. I don't know if you've ever noticed that, but I'm pretty much done with the school. You know, it's like, if you have your kids at a public school, I pretty much think, I mean, you know what I mean? I've kind of tempted to lose heart and saying, give us the vouchers, let us go to private school because it's done, right? I mean, it's just, it's done. But how do you... Like, so how does a, how does somebody who should care if their kid's in public school, what say, how do they do that? Because you see how much love they got from the FBI, mm-hmm. right? I mean, mm-hmm. domestic yeah. terror. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's got, that could be a little wild, you know what I mean? To, 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 to go there and say, Hey, I don't want this taught critical race theory. And then you're now targeted by the FBI. That's, mm. that's a little yeah. tough, but it's your kid. Yeah. You know? But, see, and, but I just say, you know what I mean? It's like, all right, <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm a terrorist. Yeah. I've got, you know I mean? I, you know, I think but it I reminds mean, me of the verse yeah. in Proverbs 31 to defend those who can't defend themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. To these care are about, kids yeah. who their parents are drug addicts right. and they're sending them to a school because mm-hmm. they can't afford anything else. And these kids, like, it's kind of like just doing our part as much as they can to not mm-hmm. be indoctrinated, mm-hmm. even though they're not our own kids. So it's a hard balance because for me, I don't even have kids, so it's like hard to even think about it. But but I'm we saying we see but the I, effects of it because of youth groups. So I see yeah. it because of like the public schools. Like a lot of our kids go to Marana, mm-hmm. um, and so and like you got CDO and like different ones. So you see how it's affecting them, and not like we're fixing them, but kind of like they're coming to us with the questions like what but, do I do? But Mariah, let's be real. Even the Christian schools yeah, definitely. were very liberal. Yeah, I, private schools. I had to deal with I won't say names cuz I'm Even trying to charter be schools nice, that we know. But the Christian school they went to, I pulled them from because they were too. kind of pro homosexual even critical race, right? Even Black Lives Matter. Yeah. So I mean, this is Christian school. This yeah. is the yeah. I mean, it's yeah. right on Oracle. If yeah. you're and I mean, I'm just going I where I fought huge and talked to principals say, you know, this is a Christian school where we do believe in biblical. It's not like talking to a CDO right. principal. Right. I'm like, this is your, your Christian school. Mm-hmm. And that was, well, we just love people. Okay. But love people enough to say what the Bible says. Cause you're saying you have a biblical worldview. And even that I got, right. I got blackballed. I got hated because I was, I mean, I wasn't called a homophobe, but I was basically a, just a legalistic critical 
pastor. And I'm just like going, so that's why I go, if I got static from right. a Christian school, I can't imagine what CDO would do with me. Yeah. Yeah. So shoot I, me. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you could, if you go to the meetings, though, you can certainly determine which of the board members should be voted out. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, that's like Troy Kirk with his wife, you remember yeah, that when she just yeah. sat there? That's great. Yep. Si- oh, what did you do? A sil- moment of silence for the kid that committed suicide or something? Remember that? She she sat there and she said, let's just, she had two minutes. She says, let's just sit here. And then one guy started laughing. He goes, why are you laughing at a kid dying? And, you know, please focus. I want you to, and it was, it, I was like, whoa. She was, yeah. Yeah. Erica yeah. was really nailing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and some, you know, sometimes they listen. If you, if you can do it even a little bit at a time, get two out this time, two out the next time, you can turn things around. When you only have Mm -hmm. one person that's on the side of more conservative values, even, um, it's hard. You can't, you can't outvote anybody. So you have to get the majority. And I think it's it's all about intimidation too, I and mean, that's why you said we need more people to step up in groups mm-hmm. because yeah. it's like you know the FBI coming after you, and then the eighty-seven IRS agents. Mm-hmm. Who do you think they're going to go after? Yeah. I think they're going yeah. after liberals, right? Yeah, right? I mean, it's like I mean, Jack Hibbs just said, "I got to get, I have lawyers on retainer, I have uh, tax lawyers ready to go for when I'm audited." You know, mm-hmm. and it's just like I don't know if you remember Rush Limbaugh left Calif- or left New York. And they audited him like three years in a row. And he said, and then one senator, I forget who it was, liberal senator, said if we knew it was that easy to get you out, we'd have audited you a lot sooner. So, I mean, that's just, you know, I mean, and that was yeah. how many years ago? Ten-something years, 15 yeah. years ago? Yeah. I mean, wow. I mean, that's, I mean, I always have to go, we are still in America, right? I did like somehow slip into <laughs> Siberia or Russia. You know? I'm like, this is, you know, but it happened on our watch because too many people just were quiet, mm-hmm. you know, instead mm-hmm. of. You know, and I'm amazed, like I said, I'm amazed at how my liberal family that was libertarians, live and let live, hippies, has now become the man. And they're trying to push their agenda to where I have to swallow it and say, yes, I will comply or die. (laughs) And I don't, that's what I say, give, you know, do your thing. You can do your thing. I mean, you know, I mean, you have the right to vote what you want. You have the right to say what you want, but why? As, as I always was told that university means universal truth, meaning you take the best collective truths and the best truth wins. Mm-hmm. Whatever happened to that? You right. know, because right. when you let these people debate, they're usually spanked hard by people like Charlie Kirk because they don't have a good point. They're right. just like, right. well, you know, I want this because I want, you know what I mean? They'll just cry and it's like, well, but why does everyone have to have this agenda? Yeah. 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 And the hope that we can have is like every time there is a major revival was like in a time yes, of like, hardship. Mm-hmm. yeah, great hardship. And so it's, a difficult time but again that's why we should be excited mm-hmm. that we have the freedom to vote yeah. and we can yeah. you know and and people and are getting tired of it i mean i just heard bill oh, maher yeah, saying liberals are voting conservative mm-hmm. because they're just saying we're going too far right. so yeah. we have the thing i stand on with this is to bring it biblically is mm-hmm. the uh, i believe it's um, now i'm not sure it's romans uh 520 where sin abounds grace abounds much more we have to believe that mm-hmm. that god's always going to have a remnant he's always going to pull it might seem like we're losing but there's always there's always people i mean me if you would have seen me i was a hippie i was a st- I mean, you would have said there's no way this guy is going to ever be anything except go to jail or die. And yet God reached 
out of the pit and pulled me mm-hmm. out. And I now, nobody had, it's so funny, sure. Nobody had to tell me, hey, you're Christian now. You have to be conservative. You have to, be. I hated Reagan because I was taught <laughs> as a hippie, he's going to push the button. He's old. He doesn't know what he, and I hate, oh, and I don't know why I hate him. I just was told, you hate Reagan, hate Reagan. And I hated him. But then I got saved. All of a sudden, I love Reagan. Yep. How did I love Reagan? Because God changed my nature yeah. and my heart. Yeah, and all yeah. of a sudden, I realized, wait a second. This, wait, these, all this stuff my family told me is nuts. You know what I mean? It doesn't make sense. You know, like yeah. my aunt, I got to tell you a story about liberals. My aunt believed, um, she was psychology, and she said, basic people are good. And if you give a child long enough time, they'll make the right decision. And she always mm-hmm. said it with passionate tears. So I would say, when I was a I don't know how old that was. I was pretty young. I think I was a freshman in high school. I stole like a $3,000 bike. This is back in the 70s. So it would be like a $10,000 bike today, maybe more. And I stole the bike. It was just laying out in the back of a bike shop. I had my friend's pickup. I threw it in the back. I want to sell it for, you know, a couple hundred dollars, maybe. I don't know what. And my wife goes, or my wife, my my aunt goes, she was my parent. She says, Craig, you have two decisions. She goes, where'd you get that bike? I go, I stole it. Cause I was, it was just to be honest. I didn't, you know, she, she, and I said, I stole it. And she goes, okay, you have two choices. You can either keep that bike or return that bike. What choice are you going to make? And I go, keeping it. And she goes, wrong choice. And she made me return it. I'm going, why did you tell me I had a choice if I didn't have, you know, that, but that's a liberal thing. Cause she was hoping that I would make the right yeah. choice but she always yeah. tell me how good i was like, right no, right i'm nope. not good mm, there's no good in us so. so one thing that came out of covid that was good mm. was that the parents woke up yes mm. a, lot of them. a lot of them did they saw what their kids were being taught yes. and they they just all of a sudden became very involved and started investigating yeah. you know what is the curriculum and what do i need to do to change things and why are they making these decisions to keep school closed and yeah. forcing masks on kids when they're it's hard to do when all day long and yeah. stuff like that. So that was kind of good, but and, the, and the results, science, which yeah. we found it wasn't. Science. Yeah. But the results are, were bad for the students because now they're behind. They lost yes. ground. Yeah. I mean, you probably yeah. have seen the signs about AM5 yeah. 40% can only read at the grade level. Yeah. Yep. So, and that's right off um, Arizona Department of Education website. So, mm, yeah. yep. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's it's nuts. I mean, it's just, like I said, back to importance of voting. I'm trying not to talk, but I have to say this. But like when Rand Paul interviewed Fauci a couple of weeks or whatever, I don't know how long ago it was, but he said, uh, so natural immunity, you said in 06 that someone's grandmother had flu and, oh, she has natural immunity. She doesn't need to take flu shots. She's fine for this flu season. But then he says, in your all of your uh, literature on COVID, you've never once mentioned natural immunity. Never once. And he says, could that be because you're taking millions of dollars from, from all these drug companies? And he goes, how much have you gotten? He goes, none of your business. And he goes, when we take the House and hopefully the Senate, we're going to make a law that you have to disclose how much you take. I mean, again, how can you do that? And then he said, uh, he didn't say it in front of Fauci, but he said, that doctors would not speak out against Fauci about COVID, his so-called science, because uh, he holds funding too for researchers. So he'll pull, pull fun. How do we let one man, mm-hmm. I thought we had checks and balance. How do we let one man make 490,000 a year and be so powerful? And he's making, so he's not just getting his 490. He's also, say, you know, being able to not say the truth because he's going to get millions of dollars. And back to what we say, find out where the money's to be made. Mm-hmm. And by the way, how do we not have a law in place or checks and balances to say, 
wait a second, you can't ha- you can't be taking money off the side right. for that, but it's none of your business. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow. I mean, mm-hmm. I just, I, I just, I just think, what's it like to be a senator or a congressman when people just go, you know, pretty much flip them off and mm-hmm. say, I'm not telling you, I don't care. Right. I'm just thinking, you just emasculated. I mean, he's poor, poor Rand Paul. I mean, he's a doctor. He's a smart man. And he's basically, I'm not answering. And I'm thinking, mm-hmm. how come they can't, you know, that's what I get so bad at how he can't say, oh, yes, you're going to answer me. I'm going to indict you and you're going to go to jail. Yeah. But those days are gone. Yeah. And I, There's no yeah, fear of, of Congress or. You know, no, not now, but maybe we hopefully. turn things around. Yeah, hopefully that frustration, because when I see that stuff, I'm just like, you know, when there's no, you know, when there's lawlessness, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. then people run rampant. Right. It's like the yep. days of Noah. People did what's right in their own eyes. I mean, what kept me from going off the reservation, because I was a bad guy before Jesus, was fear of jail or mm-hmm. death penalty. There was fear of retribution. But now, golly, I mean, I, I don't know what I'd be like if I was a criminal today. I'd probably be, I don't know what I'd be, but there was fear. I mean, mm-hmm. there was, there was fear. And when I heard it was an 18 year old, two year months old, I'm going to nine years of federal prison, you know, I didn't get convicted, but, uh, that, that's what woke me up to turn to Jesus, you know, but now I'd probably be let off on <laughs> with no bail. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. So. Mm. And, um, yeah, I want to just read this. It's the thing that says vote your values. And I, yeah, I think it's cool. It says solve inflation, secure border, election integrity, school choice, medical freedom, energy independence, gun rights, back the police, free speech, pro-life. Those are all yes for conservatives. But liberals, those are all no. And then the thing that's yes for them is kill live birth babies. And it's like... That's another thing. We did a podcast with um, Laura Patterson, who's in charge of our pro-life ministry at the church. That's another thing. You see it all over, um, I don't know, just commercials and things of like, oh, they're dangerous. dangerous. <laughs> like they all save these lives. conservatives dangerous. are so dangerous. And so what would <laughs> no, you see? I think see ripping a baby's arms when, off in the womb is dangerous. Yeah, what That's would you dangerous. see when we have a lot of the conservatives who are on the ballot who are being told they're dangerous because of that? How would you respond? Well, I think most of them are grounded enough to know that that's the media. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's stupid. I hope people do. Yeah, yeah, you hope. <laughs> so, uh, and and they'll they'll fight back. I mean, most yeah. of them will stand on on their positions and won't yeah. back down. Others will try to squirm their way out of it, but um, yeah, or true. they won't show up for debates or things mm. like that. But uh, those that have the good it's story, scary, like it's scary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We had her eyes. She was really nice. Yeah. And so what would you say? So I know Pastor Jack Hibbs, um, he had like mentioned the people who are on the ballot and then he just like talked about them. This person is, what would you say about that? Do you think that is right to do? Can you do that? Or how would you say going about that for people when they're like, like, let's just say someone's in the, like at church and they're like, oh, so who are you voting for? Or um, I'm voting for this person because of this. Do you just not talk, or can you talk about that freedom of speech? But again, <laughs> oh, was like, I'm, I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> well, from my like standpoint, anybody that, that asks me how I'm going to vote, I'm happy to tell them and share yeah. what information I know and why. Because yeah. 
I'm involved in different organizations and I have heard most of the candidates speak at least twice. Mm -hmm. So, um, and I've, I've heard them, you know, heard their positions. I know what they're talking about. They take questions from the audience. So it's not like anything's a setup. So I feel comfortable when I finally make my decision that it's the best that I can do. Yeah. 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 Um, We always say, and people say, remember when Romney was running against Obama? I just can't vote for a Mormon. And hey, I love what David Barton said. As long as Jesus is not, he goes, I can't vote for He says, as long as Jesus is not on the ballot, you're always voting for the lesser of two mm-hmm. evils. I mean, like I said, but my aunt, my liberal aunt says, how can you, when she, she said, Clinton, you know, what he does in his bedroom is his business. You don't, yeah. and what his sex like. But then when Clinton, ran, or when, when, Trump. when Trump ran, she goes, how can you vote for an adulterer? How can, I go, whatever happened to the same thing that Clinton, and then I said, okay, lesser two, I said, my guy, I mean, what at least is proposed that he maybe had sex with a stripper or, or a porn star, or whatever. But she actually liked him. She said. She said he was a really nice guy. And he took very good care of me. I said your guy rapes people, and his wife defends it. So I said lesser of two evils. I said Trump would never date my daughter. He'd never be an elder, and he would never. But he, I said we're not voting for that. I'm voting for him to be. I know and that kind of goes against your. But I said the lesser of two evils, and didn't. Trump seriously shock us. I mean, mm-hmm. I was expecting yes. very little. And even what Glenn Beck was like, I was wrong. I was right. wrong. But I mean, remember, it was like never Trumper. And he blew our minds. I mean, I thought like, because, you know, his daughter's friends with Hillary or Chelsea Clinton. I thought well, they're going to re rhinos. They're going to get in and then flip. And, you know, but he, yeah. he, I think he was as good as Reagan, if not almost better. And so he, he got a, so much done. Yep. He was a businessman and he would have gotten yeah. so much more done if they didn't constantly attack everything yeah. mm-hmm. and Russian. twist things. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, and here we are two years later and look where we're at. Yeah. Sad. Yeah. And it's, it, it, it truly, back mm-hmm. that's what I said. You said it, businessman. He gets things. And I, I met Trump twice at the hotel i mean i didn't hang out and have lunch don't get me wrong but i dealt with him and he when he came to ventana in 86 and this is right when everyone's like this is a billionaire and there's only like <laughs> six billionaires i think at that time of 86 now there's a million billionaires but he goes he's a billionaire and i'm like who's this orange-haired guy i didn't know you know what I mean? and he's got this weird talking wife you know what was a, i don't remember his wife which one was that ivanka's mom but uh, the one who just died, but, uh, and he just commanded, he was just like, Hey, we're doing this. Mm-hmm. And he's always, he was very polite, yeah. but he's just boom, boom, boom. And I go, did the hotel just got bought out? I mean, <laughs> I truly thought he's our new owner because he was so took such, and so I go, that's why someone like a Pelosi, or, you know, hates his guts because he's just like, he gets things done. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and he was always nice to me. Hey Craig, how you doing? But he was a mover and a shape. I mean, you don't, let's just think about it. He, Oh, let's make a decision quickly. And I'm, I'm trying to learn because I'm a perfectionist, but I like, I think Trump's like this better to make a good decision today than a great decision tomorrow. I mean, sometimes as a leader, you got to react a little, you mm-hmm. can't sit back like a lot of our Congress and Senate takes forever to vote on things. And, you know, sometimes, you know, and you can always adjust, right? I mean, but let's do forward motion, get, let's do something mm-hmm. positive. Yeah. Anyway. So before we get into like more of the resources and stuff, um, yes. Let's um, just a little recap. How and when should they submit their ballots? And how are you feeling about the ballot? That's a no personal question, but how are you feeling? Do you feel solid or like it's a good group of people that you are voting for that you feel pretty confident or? I think we stand a real good chance this time as long Mm -hmm. as the elections are fair. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
and we only have legal votes counted. Are you election denier? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Carrie Lake is election denier. <laughs> so um, I, th- I think we have some bold candidates, mm. and if they do what they say they're going to do, yeah. we're going to be in good shape in Arizona. Because some people say about Carrie Lake that she was kind of liberal and soft on things. So, mm-hmm. But she said right here on our show, and I mean, Take it at face value, but she said, "Yeah, I wasn't. I was raised in a Christian home, right? I think remember. No, she was Presbyterian, I think, but raised. But she, I don't, whatever. She was not just raised, but it really didn't like take. Anything. And then she said, I just pretty much got in my career and I forgot God. But yeah. said my husband and COVID I woke up. really, yeah, she said COVID woke up. I saw the insanity, like you said, and I we started going to a little community church. I think a little kind of Baptist community. And she says, now I really realized the importance of having God in my life." And it seemed pretty sincere to me, you know. I what she mean? was but, honest. Yeah, and she says she goes, I haven't she really was a strong Christian. Yeah. I have never. She goes, I kind of just yeah. was busy, didn't do my own thing. And some people say I forget what she was soft on before. I don't know what she wasn't pro. Was she pro? What was she soft on? Do you know? She gave her money to Obama. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So I mean, so yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, but she says she just saw and she got she got instead of being woke, she got woke up to be conservative. Mm-hmm. So you know, hopefully she'll. Uh, be like Trump and really surprise us. Well, I, I just, I, cause I tend to be a little, you know, a little bold. I always love that. I love what she said to the CNN reporter goes, Hey, I want to interview. And she goes, yeah, yes, yes. I want to be interviewed by you too, but you got to promise me if I do the interview, I got to be on CNN plus. Oh, that's right. It's no longer. <laughs> I, love that. I was like, Oh my goodness. Even I, Whoa. But she's like, Oh, that's right. You don't have it. Sorry. <laughs> she walked away. And I know that this is, we don't have a that's lot of time good. here. 10 minutes past or 12, but, um, also like with us. the props and prop, like, what do people do with that? Because I know I didn't put that as a question, but I feel like when I see those, I get like overwhelmed and I'm like, I don't know up. what is what, but yeah. and they're always word them. So sometimes they word them so yeah, hard. I really understand. You're like, uh. The propositions are also in this, um, Arizona voter guide and they actually provide, this is done by nonpartisan center for Arizona policy. This page. Kathy yeah. And um, they make recommendations on here. Uh, some of the things are like we have those on the on the yes on, uh, they're yeah. in the they're in the Lobby. foyer. foyer. Um, support a ballot initiative so it's only a single subject. That's that's a good thing. Mm. If you have too many things in, which is what they yeah. do in D.C., put yep. so many things in and then put you the can't back, figure yeah. it out. So See this it. way, it's one subject goes into this um, measure. And then another one is on giving... Um, oh, so they're doing that to where you can't have multiple? Yeah. Not for bills, but no. for this, um, if you have a ballot initiative, if okay. you go out and get petition signatures signed because you want a certain item put on the ballot to change the Constitution, yeah. it can only say one thing. It's only yeah. be for one thing. And then they also want to... There's one on here to give um, anybody regardless of immigration status, mm. give them uh, taxpayer-funded college rates, tuition rates. So that actually is, they're recommending no on that one. Mm. So there's, it, I mean, they do give good direction. But did you have anything else you want to share? Any resources? So we have uh, My Faith Votes, Arizona Voter Guide, Yes, else? there is one other one that is called biblicalvoter.com and they will give you an Arizona voter guide. You put your state in and it'll give you that. And it has various Christian ones. Uh, Center for Arizona <coughs> Policy is on there. iVoterGuide.com, ChristianVoterGuide.com, 
right to life victory fund. Mm. So there's some other, mm. you know, Christian sources in addition to my faith votes, which yeah. I like to look at that one. Yeah, mm. exactly. So. so we'll link all those down below. So you guys can check those out in the description. Um, Cheryl, again, thank you so much for joining mm -hmm. us. You're welcome. You it was a pleasure. Help us throughout the years with all this. So thank you. And if you guys have any questions, make sure to comment them down below. Um, if you haven't already, make sure to like, subscribe, and share this video. Um, if you would like to listen to us wherever you get your podcast, just type in Calvary Conversations. You can also follow us on Instagram at Calvary Conversations. And again, check out all the descriptions down below for all the resources. Make sure to, if you want to do early voting, um, November, today's the 25th, but 25th on or 24th on um, till November 8th and we are going to be praying um, as a church and so I think on November 6th we'll be showing the video encouraging guys to vote and then praying so make sure you guys are praying and we also have our website calvaryconversations.com that you can check out and if you'd like to support this podcast it's a listener supportive you can do that in the description below that says donate thanks so much guys and god bless